All right. Welcome back to episode four of Joystick Journeys, a two-player podcast. Uh, and thanks for coming along this journey with us. Uh, I am Patrick, and I'm here with my... Cody. Yeah, co-host Cody. <laughs> and today we are doing another three-player podcast. We brought along a special guest. Carlos. Yeah, Carlos. So Carlos is a good friend of ours. I've known Carlos for over a decade now, good 11, 12 years. And Carlos is actually from across the U.S. all the way. Yeah. <laughs> from Brazil. So. <laughs> yeah, even further than that. Yep. So from outside the U.S. and then moved to Mass and traveled all the way down here to South Carolina to be with us. Um, we did some other stuff and... Anyway, he happened to be here for the recording of this podcast, so it's a good time to have a player three on yeah. board. Yeah, it worked out. First time here, so looking forward to it. Yeah. Damn right. Um, we're, uh, what we're going to do, we're going to do what we typically do. We're going to hop into our uh, technology discussions of the week along with some controversies, and I'm going to start off with technology. I think I just had a couple small ones this week. Um, first thing on the board, uh, if you guys recall, it became kind of a big deal when Xbox released that big... Um, accessibility set, like that accessibility yeah. controller. Yep. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of adaptability things that uh, people were able to do. It, it was crazy customizable. It was a big hats off to um, you know Microsoft, and I think they partnered with Logitech to get that done. Could be wrong. But I do know that Sony is now partnering with Logitech to do the same thing. Uh, Sony is now releasing their own accessibility kit, and uh, it it looks pretty good. It's um, it, you have your little central hub, and you can have your multiple buttons that pair to it. I think it's going to be eighty or ninety dollars, um, and, and that's awesome. Accessibility for gamers is is huge. Uh, from people who's been gaming since we were little, um, it it's so nice to make sure people are included. I I genuinely feel no one should have to miss out. You yeah, know, yeah. No. For, for something out of their control. So, love love seeing ex more accessibility stuff coming out. Yeah, no, I agree with that because mainly, you know, I always see these crazy setups that uh, some people have, you know, like the custom controllers oh, yeah. that they make themselves. But this just, you know, this is just nice because it's already built in. So there is no uh, nothing additional they got to do. So, yeah, no, this is pretty awesome. I'm happy for it. Yeah, for sure. Um, the uh, only other thing I have on the docket, and if you guys know of anything, let me know. But I know they announced the uh, PlayStation 5 Slim this week. Um, yeah, so... It looks just like the PlayStation 5, kind of. It is, what do they say, 30-40% smaller. So it's shorter, pretty significantly shorter, and it is slimmer, um, a little thinner. So what's really cool about it, though, what they should have done with the original PS5, so hats off to Sony's hardware folks for thinking about this, is the bottom half of like the faceplate now detaches and uh you can add the disc drive yourself they're now selling the disc drive as an accessory for eighty dollars so it's it's um i think it's still you can buy five hundred dollars it comes with the disc drive comes with the you know plate where you could take it off have just a slim playstation or for four hundred dollars now you can buy the disc driveless version but you you can't add on a disc drive to the current one but with the new slim you can pop off the bottom half of the face plate Boom, throw in the disk drive for 80 bucks or so. And the thing is, the prices might be a little wrong there because I, I know when I was looking at it, it's not cheaper to buy a to, to buy the disk drive list and then buy the disk drive afterwards. So my prices might be a little mi uh, mixed up there. Irrelevant, you guys get the point. Yeah, you can now attach, you know, I only got $400, but I really want a PlayStation 5. 
boom, get the five without the disk drive. When you got the money, go buy a disk drive. Or people, I'm not into physical media. I don't need it. Down the yeah. road, oh, well, I'm into physical media now. Boom, $80. Yeah, you're good to go. That's pretty cool. You know, the way to reach all their gamers, especially, you know, like low-dollar gamers like us, you know, <laughs> that's a good way to reach them, you know, because it's like, yeah, everything's practically digital now. So it, it, you really don't need the disk drive. Disk drive is just, I mean, I guess if you want to have physical copies of, like, really good games. Well, what I found like, is not not only that, but sales. It, it, you are more frequently to find a good deal on a physical copy of a game versus a digital copy. Yeah. Yeah, like a, like a, on Black Friday and all these other deals. Oh, we went yeah. to a, a bookstore that happened to have a video game section. And, and yeah, and they have all these pre-owned copy of games and whatnot for $25, $30, which right now, if I want to buy digital, are still 60 So, I mean... Yeah, that that's another good reason that physical media is still a good thing. It, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just a lazy gamer. I went to uh, media back in what 360 days. I just got fed up. You know, the only the only argument I have is just that you know, like the CDs can get scratched and all that stuff. Yeah. So, way back in the 360 days, I basically first so uh, you know just gave up on the whole uh, having CDs. But again, that's my take. That's just me being a lazy gamer. I just want to, <laughs> I just want to download it, have it. And it's just there. But, you know, this is actually really awesome because a lot of times, you know, like, you know, I, I might primarily came on Xbox, but all the time I'm like, you know, I don't think I ever use my disk drive on Xbox. And, you know, if I could have saved, you know, you know, 50, 80 bucks or whatever, I would have been much happier, you know, because I'm not using it. So to me, it's just kind of a waste. So this is awesome. Definitely. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I agree with you. After I've swapped mostly to PC gaming, my Steam library is my game library. Yeah. Like I... Yeah. Physical media. The one of the most recent things I purchased was the Elders. Uh, sorry, the Elden Ring Collector's Edition, primarily for the Millennia statue. But <laughs> I, 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 you know, I did purchase it. It is physical media. Um, I also um, went to play Demon Souls and realized, you know, I just tried to start on the PlayStation Five. It's like insert disc. I'm like, oh, whoop! Uh, it came bum bundled with my PlayStation from GameStop back when I got the PlayStation Five. So. Um, so, yeah, so I still do have a couple of physical things laying around, but, like, the PC, it is very, very rare to find a PC that's actually got a disk drive, even a laptop with a disk drive anymore. So, um, you know, Steam's kind of most of that digital library. So, um, But, yeah, so let's segue that right into our kind of discussions and controversies of the week. And this also just goes, you know, it's not so much controversy. Some of these are just tech news of the week. The first one's my favorite because we talked about this in episode one. Unity and that whole debacle they had going on there <laughs> um, where they had to walk back on all that. They made all these changes. We discussed that. But I told you in that episode, I want the CEO out of there. Yeah, I got what I wanted. He is retiring, whether he's being forced or whether he's doing it after backlash or whether he's just done. I don't care. They're getting him out of there. He's getting himself out of there. Whatever. He's gone. Thank goodness. Now, the only way, of course, you shoot yourself in the foot here is if the next guy's worse. But it doesn't get much worse than the guy who's like, you could essentially charge people per bullet. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. You know, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, he was a bad one and you have a chance to get even a worse one. Yeah. But it's better to do that than let somebody like that still stay in lead. Yeah. Yeah, but so. now I'm wondering, 
Like, what if they gave that man a severance pay? Because he was still doing his job. The only reason he got fired is by public. Oh, well, the thing is, he had the time to retire. So, yeah, he's getting paid. Right. Yeah, he's technically not being fired. He he is retiring. So he gets all whatever benefits come with Unity Retirement, he's getting them. Oh, yeah. That's, that's part of the one thing. Big old bitches. <laughs> fuck you to the company. Yeah. And, uh, okay, my bad. Whoops, messed up. I'm getting paid and getting out of here. <laughs> Hot damn. Yeah. Um, but you know what would have been a better segue to physical media? Is apparently Best Buy is debating on cutting all DVD and Blu-ray sales. Because of, like, Netflix and everything have taken storm, their sales numbers for Blu-ray and DVD sales plummeted. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. Yeah. I mean, that's the way the world's going. Uh, physical copies and stuff like that ain't going to... I don't think it's going to be as big, you know, digital's just taking over. It's yeah. much easier. You Just like Carlos was saying, I don't have to worry about a scratch disc. Yeah, because in terms of preservation, physical media is phenomenal, of course, but... Yeah, it's again, it just comes to that ease of use. Right now, I have some of my favorite movies. I collect them on 4K Blu-rays. But if I want to watch the Dungeons and Dragons movie, it's right there on that Prime app. I don't have to get up, <laughs> take it out, put it in the PlayStation 5, it's right there on that Prime app, and I can just stream it to my TV. So might might have supported them, which... Uh, uh, everyone should support them. That movie was amazing. Yes. Yeah, it was a great movie, actually. Yep. Yeah. I should watch it twice already. Yeah, and if you didn't like it, your opinion's wrong. No, I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, but no, I love the Dungeons & Dragons movie. Uh, we went to a pre-screening of that. Loved the movie. Supported them. Bought the physical version. But it's still right there in my Amazon you know, library, so just load it up from there and watch it. Damn yeah. right. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, so I get why Best Buy is probably going to end them. I think they'll probably drag it on a little longer, but uh, I am I do think the age of DVD and Blu-rays is sadly going to come to an end. It's yeah. kind of a shame, though, mainly because, you know, I know some people collect stuff and they, you know, they make some pretty cool, you know, wall, uh, you know, just stuff just showing their collectibles. So I feel like this is, you know, th this is a bit of a shame in a way just because I feel like as, you know, uh, the digital media, you know, goes more and more, we're just going to start seeing less and less of these uh, physical things that you can actually, you know, collect and yeah. and show. So, you know, it's kind of a double-edged sword. It's kind of a bummer. It's super convenient. Like I said, I do this for gaming, but, you know, movies is a little different, you know, just, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about that. It's kind of a shame in my opinion, but I do see it. You know, it is it is the direction that, you know, the world is heading. Yeah, and, and you guys know me. You can look around this room right here and see I'm a collector. <laughs> so, um, which it should drive yeah. up collectors' prices. Well, <laughs> right, that's the problem yeah. too. Because yeah. as yeah, as the physical copies start dwindling, there are people <laughs> yeah, people are gonna start yeah. selling them much higher. So yeah. Yeah, they're gonna get Fucking price Donkey gouged Kong now. Donkey Kong sixty four is gonna be like seven hundred dollars. No, I did say this once, and I and I hate how this has never been a thing. I just wish there was an actual proper way. If you owned a physical disc, you could actually get the download version of that movie, uh, just there. I know how, I know you could rip your disc and all that, but that's still you you're kind of circumventing and all that stuff. I just wish there was a I don't know like a way that you can I don't know like a, take a picture or up submit your your receipt but it actually gave you the downloadable version or vice versa you okay. know yeah, like a QR uh, code yeah or right right and I'm totally okay if they, if they do away with the, the physical copies of DVDs like Best mm -hmm. Buy is but they should still give you the option that hey if you bought the 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 this the media the digital media but if you wanted the physical they should at least give you the option that they will ship you the DVD with 
that movie in it yeah. if you want it. Okay, so hold on. I'm interrupting you there. That would actually there. help. I'm going to interrupt you guys there because this was big, but nobody did it. Right. Um, so, uh, and the thing is, some of you guys out there, uh, comment, correct me uh, if I'm wrong, but there was every Blu-ray or DVD and stuff that you bought recently, and there from that time span, like 20, I don't even know, 15 to like 20, I don't know, maybe it was even earlier, 2013, 2018, somewhere in there, there was a nice little piece of paper in the left hand side where your instruction book used to be in video games and stuff mm -hmm. and it was a little purple piece of paper and it had a code on it you went to a website you put in that code and it gave you the digital version of your movie and you really? had a little movie library there thing is no one did it the website wasn't great i claimed two of my movies on it and it was more of a hassle than anything and i'm like Holy mm. shit. Right, well, but it was restricted to that website, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I mean, like, you actually you get, get the like download. A, you get, like, an like MP4. Right, that's what like I was MP3 mentioning. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what yeah. I meant. Yeah, I, yeah, that would definitely be probably the better way to go about it. But then, <clears> at the same time, the scary thing about giving people the actual file to that movie is it makes distributing the movie right? Easy. It's yeah. it it's a double-edged sword, but you know the argument becomes like, hey, you know, you purchase it, you own the media. It 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 doesn't stop me from uh, <laughs> it doesn't stop me from ripping the disc and doing the same thing. So it, it, it it's a double-edged sword. I understand. You know. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're exactly right there. So. Um, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what the future brings for physical mm -hmm. media. So for you collectors out there, um, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's see what's to come. Um, next up on the docket, it's like the Microsoft purchase of oh Activision Blizzard oh, has finally. finally been approved by, uh, who was it holding up the, the, I think uh, it was yeah, UK. UK. Yeah, the UK, UK was holding yeah, them yeah, up. Their little, you know, federal organization, whatever it's called. Um, uh, the thing is, that's a $68.7 billion sale. And this sale has been very scary for a lot of people because <laughs> we've touched on this before because it is a very valid concern. And it's that um, there's a term for it, and I'm blanking. Uh, my apologies. But Microsoft's becoming this giant now. They're acquiring too much, and that's scary. But the monopoly, monopoly, uh, because they're gathering some of the biggest game developers. Um, and I mean, in the game, they've acquired Bethesda. Now Activision Blizzard. That's Call of Duty. That's World of Warcraft. That's Diablo. That's Overwatch. All these games, and. And I think Gearbox as well too. Isn't that the ones that do Gears of War? Uh, Gearbox, no, that they did. Um, that's co well. Or I think Coalition does that. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Coalition does that, and yeah, I think X Microsoft does have Coalition. Gearbox is you're thinking of um, what's um, Borderlands? Yeah, Borderlands. Yeah, Borderlands. Yeah, 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 Gearbox. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So, uh, the monopoly thing can be scary. The thing with Microsoft is they're acquiring all these because they are really pushing game pass so if you're a game pass user it's probably good news for you, you oh get, it is oh, yeah then that also you know like now it, since they're buying all of these companies you think they're not going to jack up that fucking price of from 15 dollars? Oh, 100 percent. because what's scary is the thing about the monopoly is what makes it scary is microsoft could in the future and of, of course anyone listening and you guys right now could sit here and say that will never happen that will never happen they could 
do exactly what Netflix and stuff is doing, they could remove the ability to buy their media. You can no longer buy, let's just say, Elder Scrolls 6. The only way to get it is through Game Pass. Now, I hope that never happens because that's stupid. That's right. one of the ho- most horrible thoughts I've ever had. But that's it's like Netflix, you know? Now, if, if you want to watch this, uh, we're pushing our subscription. The only way to watch our Netflix original TV show, you like that One Piece show? Yeah. Unless you're pirating it, which is illegal. <laughs> but uh, is to buy our subscription. You can't own it. You, you got to have our subscription. Oh, oh, what's that? Our numbers are going up. Our profits are going down. We have two billion employees. Not really, of course. But uh, <laughs> hmm. sounds like Netflix needs to go from eight dollars to twenty five. <laughs> yeah. Over the course of ten years. And then so, not only raising price scary, but also for other fucking, like, Sony's been big in the game industry, yeah. and this is a big hit on them, I think. Because the thing is, they stated, don't worry, we're going to make sure Call of Duty's on PlayStation, because that's why they tried to, st- one of the big things they did to try and stop the sale was, whoa, 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 Call of Duty's one of the biggest franchises in history. This brings up the monopoly concerns if Microsoft acquires them. And Microsoft had to come forward and say, no, no, no. If there's a PlayStation, we're going <laughs> to let Call of Duty <clears throat> be on it. <laughs> Except for the whole campaign. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. they say that, but there are caveats like that they can do. That's what Sony's done for a long time. Well, they had Destiny DLC, what, yeah. for three years yeah. or something? They held on to it for a while, which, you know, I, I know, I, I, you know, that's something I frown upon. And the one thing, too, with this, with this deal that, um, you know, it, it's really a double-edged sword because, you know, for example, I, I'm primarily an Xbox, so I, I use Game Pass for its full potential. Oh, yeah. I love it. But I, I do always have that fear in the back of my head that, you know, it's only a matter of time before they start jacking up the price. Um, and, uh, you know, the real scary thing is that when the, the deal originally started, uh, Sony actually rejected the, you know, because Microsoft wanted to do a 10-year contract with all the, you know, for Activision and, you know, Call of Duty, for example. And I know at the time, Sony originally rejected that deal, which basically meant that they would have to take Microsoft words and hope that, you know, that, you know, if the deal went through, Microsoft would say, you guys, you, you guys can still keep, uh, you know, running Call of Duty. But if Microsoft really wants to be the bad guy, not that I think, you know, I, again, I can't read their mind, but, I you know, that will be kind of a, you know, crazy move. Microsoft could have just said, sorry, Call of Duty is now an Xbox exclusive. Luckily, you know, that was backtracked. Microsoft reissued a, uh, you know, another deal, but it's still scary because what happens when a 10-year contract expires? You know, we know Microsoft could just say, okay, Call of Duty is now officially a uh, Xbox exclusive. Yeah, and I hate exclusives all around. Yeah, yep. I, I, I completely you. agree. Um, it, it closes off your game to gamers. And the thing is, you can sit here and say, okay, well, if you really wanted to play God of War 2, you should have bought a PlayStation, right. buddy. I don't know what to tell you. That's the worst feeling. The thing feeling. is, though, now a lot of people's current infrastructure, or some kids, when I was a kid, my parents got me a different console than I requested because the guy at GameStop told them it was super cool. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Your son wants a GameCube because he loves Legend of Zelda games? Don't worry about that. This Xbox is the latest and greatest, and if you want your son to be cool, you better buy this Xbox. My parents did. They trusted the guy at GameStop, and I couldn't play Legend of Zelda again for like seven years or something. <laughs> so, because it's an exclusive. Yeah. Right. And that'll never change. Nintendo is always going to do their own thing. Uh, I say never. Never say never. So, we'll see what the future brings there, because I know there was, you know, Microsoft was hypothetically in their leaked documents, like, hey, what if we could acquire Nintendo? Which, right. that won't happen. But um, no. But yeah, it, it it comes down to 
there's kids out there who can't afford both consoles. Me? I don't got the latest Xbox. I had to pick between the PlayStation 5 and the latest Xbox. I picked the PlayStation 5 because I what? wanted to play Demon Souls. And if Bloodborne 2 ever came out and it's exclusive, I'm okay. not missing out. Okay, that's... You're going to miss out. <laughs> <laughs> you play, yeah. You, yeah, you play Bloodborne on your Xbox. Tell me how that goes. It's an, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but exclusives genuinely drove me. It did exactly what they wanted and it drove me to pick their console. And I hate that. I had yeah, to relinquish my like personal choice for, granted, those adaptive triggers on the PlayStation 5 are so cool. Adaptive? What do you mean by that? So like, the triggers, grab that purple controller in front of you. Oh, shit. Um, so what they did is there is an actual uh, motor. It kind of looks like a drill bit. Pull the triggers there. They'll feel like normal triggers. But there's a motor that can push them out. So whenever you go to pull them, say in a shooting game, there's tension on it, and you pull, and you feel like you're pulling a trigger. <laughs> or like when they're recoil, the motor will push back against your finger to make so your finger instead of just rumbling like an Xbox controller, it actually pushes your finger off of it. Oh, that's pretty and, cool. Um, oh, okay. So yeah. the triggers are insanely cool. That adapt, um, and then it's like on a uh, when you're playing racing games, it's stiff like a car pedal, so it controls how stiff it is. And, uh, All right. Yeah, it, it's super cool, and that was another feature that I'm like, man, Xbox controllers are phenomenal, but I really want to play with that, Yeah, and man. it's cool. Uh, plenty of games could use it a lot more than they do, and they don't, which sucks, but a lot of games do use it, and it is really cool. So, um, yeah, uh, we'll see kind of circle back there uh hopefully this sale won't do anything too crazy i know game pass is affordable now i just hope in four years we don't have a discussion talking about well do you hear game pass is 60 dollars now a month oh, man. <laughs> because uh microsoft says if you can buy one game a month you can buy game pass instead and get all games a month so i yeah. hope that's not in our future but there definitely will be price hikes to come. Oh, definitely. Especially now that, uh, I mean, I don't know uh, how much, how many of you know, but they actually uh, discontinued the uh, Xbox uh, Live Gold. They actually uh, ended that. Yeah, they made it part of the Game Pass too. now, so you can no longer, if you have Gold right now, it just automatically converted to their lowest tier of Game Pass. I, f I forget the actual name they gave to it, mm -hmm. but it's still within the Game Pass. It's one of the tiers, but... They completely discontinued the. You can only get gold, so now you're you have to have Game Pass to be able to even go online. So if they do drive their prices up down the road, you know you're you you have to if you want to play games online. Okay, yeah, man, shit. Mm. Um, well, takes us to our next bit. That CEO of Activision Blizzard looks like they're gonna let him stay. Oh, what is his name? Bobby. Bobby starts with a K. Bob K. Cop. Cop, whatever, uh, not even yeah. try. <laughs> um, yeah, so apparently he's going to stay in there through the end of 2023, and um, allegedly this will be it for him. So I don't know if he's retiring uh, or they're moving him to you know a different position or what, but apparently the CEO will just remain through the end of 2023. Mm. Um, yeah, so uh, well, I guess we'll see what comes out of that. That's not really, you know, that was just kind of a little bullet point to add to the last note. Uh, but another thing that did come up, I read this while we were out cause you know, I told you we we're going to Jacksonville this weekend while we we're out, this came up on my phone. So, you know, um, the NVIDIA cards have like their whole, uh, what do they call their, uh, G force reflex and stuff like that. And it's supposed to help with 
um, response times and whatnot in games. And um, and it's kind of one of their marketing points for their graphics card. And AMD has one called AMD Anti-Lag. And uh, so they added, you know, AMD Anti-Lag or whatnot where you could enable it while you're playing the new Counter-Strike 2. So what AMD Anti-Lag from the document I was reading, and this could be completely wrong, but apparently what it does is it bypassed some of the DLLs that were used to help speed up how the game was running in some way, shape, or form. So um, I don't understand why it would bypass any DLLs, but that's just what the document said, so that could be completely off. But that was resulting in VAC bans for people who were using AMD's anti-lag. <laughs> they had to release a Twitter statement saying, hey, if you've got anti-lag turned on, turn it off. Do not use AMD anti-lag in Counter-Strike 2. We are releasing an update, a driver update that's going to fix this. And um, and then we are working with Valve to try and unban everyone who was banned. But uh, I don't know. By the time this episode goes live, which should be Monday, um... Hopefully that's already fixed. That's already sorted out. But yeah, apparently a bunch of people got VAC banned that shows up on your Steam profile. You know, this user's been VAC banned from one game, two games, whatever, however many games. Makes people think like, oh, that guy's a cheater. Anyway, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Shows up on your profile and uh, all because of AMD's anti-lag feature. So, I mean, like, what was it helping people like? Get the advantage in Counter-Strike well, No, no. It's supposed to just help them with performance. It's it's just like the NVIDIA Reflex. It's supposed to help with response time and help with performance on the game itself. But apparently it wasn't actually giving... it. You know, it helps your game run a bit, but it doesn't give you any real advantage. I mean, the thing is, Reflex and this anti-lag, sure, it gives you better response time in games and whatnot, which, you know, does help. But it's it's milliseconds, you know, and that's really beneficial for the top of the top players, you know, pro players yeah. and whatnot take advantage of that split second reaction time. But for me, you know, man, fuck it, we're running it at you know a hundred <laughs> FPS. I want it to just look good. <laughs> yeah. If I'm gonna sit here and get my ass beat by people who play the game all the time, I just want it to look good. At, at least I'll look good doing it. <laughs> yeah, look good laying on the ground, checking out the scenery. <laughs> But I'm I'm not backtracking on what I said to everyone out there. I'm not playing Counter Strike Two. <laughs> I have watched a lot of it though. But I'm not playing. It. <laughs> Don't laugh. Don't laugh. I'm sticking to it. All right. So that's all the topics I had for controversies and tech news. Um, you guys have anything to add? Um, not really. I mean. One tech thing that I, I don't know how long it's been out, but I've actually been interested in trying it. Uh, I can't remember who made it or whatnot, but it's this mouse that's got, like, you can move your uh, finger up, mm-hmm. and it'll hit a button. You can click it down, it'll hit a button. Is this that 3D-printed one that we were looking at? It kind of looks like your whole hand goes yeah, into like it? Yeah, like your whole hand goes oh, into yeah, it. Yeah, That shit looks cool, and it looks like I, as uh, like I'm mainly controller. Mm-hmm. That would be a good way for me to get better at using keyboard because, like I said, you know, keyboards coordination have so much better accuracy. I know PC players are always like, oh, aim assist, aim assist. I've never had my aim assisted <laughs> to help me. <laughs> it can't, still can't do what a mouse can do for you. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm really thinking about looking into that little... Uh, Thing I can't remember the name of you it. Ju- right you now, just got to be gentle with it because they're mostly, if it's the one I'm talking about, 
they're mostly uh, 3D printed. And um, so the, the, you know, the kind of downsides I've heard about it is it can be a bit fragile or some people, because 3D prints are a bit fragile. Yeah. Or um, some people are saying that uh, they're broken in shipping, but they do have pretty stellar reviews for actual usage. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's something I'm thinking about looking into. And, uh, but yeah, I, I can't remember the exact. I thought it was a certain company that had come out with it. So this is the one I'm talking about. It's called the Azeron Cyborg Gaming Keypad on Amazon. But yeah, so your fingers kind of slide into these little sockets here, and you can press up on your knuckles to press all the things above it. And it has a joystick here on the side. Yeah, that's so, that looks. It looks like the best thing for me as a controller type player. Yeah, so that looks like that one's on Amazon. That one's two hundred and twenty dollars, uh, four point four stars out of three hundred something ratings. And then most of the reviews that give it, you know, bad ratings are something broke. Um, or this person's mad about the thumbstick. Anyway, I'm not reviewing someone else, someone's product for free. <laughs> Damn right. Uh. Um, no, but. Um, yeah, so that that could be cool. It might be something you know worth trying out. Um, wonder if they have the schematics. You know, sort of three D print our own. Damn right. Yeah, it no. could be cool. <laughs> that would it could be cool, but that sounds like you know we'll be stealing. Dude, well, the thing if the schematics are publicly available. Oh yeah, then it's, then it's open source. Yeah, or whatnot. yeah, yeah. True, true. Hardest part's probably like whatever their programming is, the Arduino or whatever they well, have. Oh, that's in what it. I was gonna get you next. Yeah, you know, yeah. we don't even know how we code it, so you know, you definitely have to do we'll something just, about it. We'll just it, code yeah. it ourselves. I mean, well, I, I've yeah. done, I've done, you know, keyboard translation on Arduino before, so that that'll be easy. Yeah. That'll be good. That's yeah. what we did for the when we made that photo booth. But Carlos got to see the 3D printer in action. Yes, we, we did. We went to that uh, uh, Wasabi Con. And Jacksonville, and he uh, cosplayed as Kakashi. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, and he came here, and I'm like, yo, you got your kunai? And, um, and he was like, no, he does not. So I'm like, no, 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 you're not going as Kakashi without a weapon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to show him how easy it was, we popped out the SD card, took it to my computer, downloaded um, a 3D file for it, threw it back in the 3D printer, boom, six hours later, he had a full-sized kunai. Uh, we painted the actual metal, air quoting here, the metal parts of the kunai, um, a silver, you know, so it kind of looked metal. Uh, we just left the handle unpainted so it wouldn't be tacky on his hands. But yeah, yeah. so boom, uh, got him in. We debated on rounding the tip. We didn't. Um, I mean, thing is, it's 3D printed. It'll break. It might look a little dangerous, but, you know, first times in and out and whatnot, no issues. They tagged it as a prop, good to go. But one lady, we went back for the night rave. <laughs> And the lady's like, no, no sharp things allowed. <laughs> I'm like, ma'am, we literally just left to get food and came back. And it's already been tagged for the day. It had the prop zip tie on it. Well, so it's already been in here? Like, yeah, he, he's already been here with that. Well, I guess. Uh, meanwhile, a bunch of people were walking in with other props that uh, looked uh, much more uh, pointy than uh, what I had. Uh, but, yeah. you know, let's not talk. Uh, you let, just yeah. buy a fl- <laughs> uh, pointy. <laughs> uh, bla- the edge might be dull, but you could buy a metal pointy sword from... Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. oh no, the 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 plastic kunai was a no no. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the the event was fun. Plenty of awesome cosplayers were there. Uh, I think everyone looked great. Um, uh, we all dressed up. You know, of course, I did Spike Spiegel again. I'm gonna uh, one day I'll switch it up, but I'm you know I just love doing Spike. So, um, 
But yeah, it, it was awesome. Uh, Car- Carlos, he said no to the rave. So we went, we got this big old bowl. Uh, there's Super Saiyan. It's a ramen joint, kind of Dragon Ball Z themed. And um, they, they have some, heard of that. They have authentic um, rum. That's where we wanted to take you when you came with us to Jacksonville, but you didn't come. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Missed out again, man. Yeah, and anyway, it's so it's good. Like it's authentic that. ramen. You can get, you know, the the egg noodles. You can get kale-based noodles, uh, udon. Uh, you choose your broth. I went with a spicier broth with udon, and then I got steak, uh, pork, uh, mushrooms, corn, and bean sprouts. It's so good, man. It was so good. So I'm so full. I, I even drink all the broth. I'm going to bust, and then... Carlos is like, oh, I got to walk this off. Oh, you know what? I changed my mind. We're going to that rave. I immediately dismiss him. I'm like, haha, you know, fuck you, Carlos. Uh, you said no. I asked you a bunch of times. You said no. We're not going to the rave. He's like, no, no, no. I want the full experience. We're going. And I totally don't think nothing of it. And then here comes my wife. Oh, yeah. We could go to the all age one and you guys can go to the 18 plus one. Just like. What, whose side do you want? <laughs> anyway, I sucked it up, and I'm like, all right, if we're going, get dressed. We're going now. <laughs> and uh, so we all got dressed. We got there, waited around for it to start, and uh, it was a good time. We sat there raving, uh, and I say we sat there raving. I just sat there hopping around, having a good time, jamming to music. Damn and right. uh, there's a lot of people with there some was, very yeah. impressive dance Full moves. of udon and juices. Dude. <laughs> it was uh, it was rough. Yeah, the struggle <laughs> bus was real. Yeah. <laughs> Coming back to the hotel, I'm like, clear out. <laughs> uh, it was a great time, though. It was an awesome time. We went by this morning. Carlos had a goal. Uh, voice the VA for Milam from the Slime Isekai was there. And he was like, I want to find a Milam figure i want to and then i want to get her to sign it and i'm like well i want to be on the road by one o'clock so we got to do it quick we actually found an awesome figure um it you know it's her she's kind of sitting there with rimaru and uh he was like oh i don't know if she could sign it anywhere because it doesn't have a base or anything and uh and uh then he had the idea well i could probably just get her to sign the top of rimaru the slime itself yep, yep. And um, because yeah. it actually is a decent size Rimuru. It was. It was surprised. I thought it was gonna be a much smaller Rimuru, but when I pulled it out and saw it, I was like, you know what? It, it, it's big. <laughs> it, it's bigger than I thought it would be. So. So uh, yeah, he took it to her and uh, and was like, hey, I hope you can sign this. Yada yada yada. And she's like, oh yeah, I've si- I've signed some tiny slimes in my day. And uh, <laughs> and yeah, she signed it. She was awesome. Yep. Uh, yep. She let us know the first episode's now out because I've been waiting on the new season. I didn't know it finally aired. And uh, and that they're going through the rest of the episodes now, so that's awesome. Uh, that's a that's a great anime. Um, call it slime isekai, but it, w- what's it actually called? Uh, I don't uh, re- know. I... Reincarnated, yeah, as reincarnated a slime. As a slime, yeah, something along uh, those lines. Something like that, but uh, it, it's gotten big. It's it's a big anime now. Um, anyway, so we got that done all by twelve thirty. Hit the road on the way home. Awesome time. Awesome time. Damn, y'all hit the road at twelve thirty. Yeah, here at three thirty. Well, we had to make, you know, some stops. The girls want to go to the gas station, get gas station pizza. Um, but, yeah, it was a three-hour drive. Um, three oh, yeah. For some re- Jacksonville's, like, more on the top side of Florida, ain't it? It's closer to South Carolina than, like, Orlando and Miami. So, yeah, okay, it is, yeah, a, it yeah, is more yeah. northern in the state. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, it's, it's two hours and 57 minutes from 
our house there. Damn, I didn't know it was that short of a ride either. Yeah, yeah so you should have came. Yep, agreed. Well, my puppy, I had to take care of her. She had to go to the vet, man. Leg broken. Nah, my mom would have watched your dog. Your mama can't have no more dogs. She's got like eight. She's a of sweet them. lady. Yeah, I know she's sweet, but she got <laughs> enough on her plate. <laughs> okay, let's segue into some gaming stuff. Anyone who watches this show to, or listens to it, sorry, you can't watch it yet, but it's coming. It's coming. We got all our art situated. We're getting it on the wall, and then we'll be streaming. Um, but anyone who listens to this might listen for the gaming news. So let's talk about some games. Oh, yeah. So, you hopped into Lords of Fallen pretty much as soon as it came out on Friday. Oh, yeah. But uh, before we get deep into Lords of Fallen, I did want to give a shout-out towards the Dragon Ball Z game Kakarot. Oh, yeah. Uh, not going to talk a whole lot on it, but um, I, I really love it. it. It really brought back, you know, me watching Dragon Ball Z as a kid, the way they, you know, kind of made the game kind of like show like episode by episode of what was yes. really going on. It, I, it's really cool. I haven't beat it yet. I have played a little decent amount of it, but I really like what they did with it, you know, like, as opposed to, and now I still like them too, but Dragon Ball Xenoverse and whatnot, where it's just a side-by-side fighter, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a really good way of bringing it to kind of like a somewhat open world and kind of RPG kind of aspect with the leveling and, you know, you got to eat things. Yeah. Uh, all around, really good game. But, so- uh what I found out is Kristen McGuire, uh, uh, the voice actress we were just talking about who voiced Milam, she actually w- had a small role in that game, too. She voiced yeah. uh, Child Goku, I think. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, like at the, the beginning or whatever, I think. Yeah, wh- wherever it was, it looked like it was Child Goku. She just had, like, the print there at her station today. And I'm like, hey, she's in Kakarot. Because that's what it was advertised as. So. Oh, shit. Yep. That um, would have been cool to go. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was <laughs> super cool. Again, missed out, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, because I remember you were asking me, and I was telling you that I would recommend it because it was on sale, right? That's why you grabbed yeah, it. Yeah, I got it for fifteen bucks on sale. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely <laughs> worth the fifteen dollars. And you were asking me, and I'm like, dude, I got to play um, that up until like the Cell Saga, and I haven't finished or revisited it yet. But it's awesome because it does go through the whole show. Granted, a lot of the fighting and stuff in between can, you know, drag on a bit, but you could just do the kind of story easy mode and just breeze through that, you know, to relive the story and actually play through it. I know you, the difficulty was low for you. Very low. So you I will it, right? say, though, yeah, yeah, I, I, I keep it on the hardest difficulty, but when you first fight Vegeta... <laughs> That motherfucker will whoop your ass. Okay, like so the so difficulty got a little steep a little quick. On Vegeta. <laughs> on Vegeta. After that, still a breeze. So have you got to Frieza yet? Uh I've gotten to his commanders right okay, now. Okay, okay, sweet. So yeah, it's it's about to get it's about yeah, to get Vegeta's juicy. Vegeta's just I've just like blasted through like enemy after enemy because at this point it's like back to back fights. Yeah. Yeah. Of him taking out the commanders mm-hmm. and then going after Frieza. But yeah. That's where I'm at now on it. Yeah, I remember letting you know I definitely pay $15 for it because I did. I paid 15 or 30 when it was on sale. Um, I'm pretty sure it was also, it might have actually been 20 It's about, I don't know, at least six months ago. Whatever it was, it was definitely worth it. It was very well done in my opinion, even though some of the reviews were like, yeah, yeah, I don't like it. Well, that's fine. You don't have to like it. <laughs> I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah. I got to relive my childhood and be the protagonist. So 
that was awesome. And then they released DLC that took you a little further. I think they were even dipping, and I haven't got that far. I know you haven't yet, but I think they're dipping down to the Dragon Ball Super stuff with the DLCs. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, uh, and again, I guess we'll come to find out that's true. That's that's what I was hearing about the DLC. So I guess we'll see. That, that's what's up. I, they could literally just put all, just keep on going with it, like keeping up with the actual shows. Yeah. They could keep on going with that. So that game, I, bl- I would love to see how its future is going to come out. Yeah, it's, it's super cool. So I don't know if it's still on sale. If not, you might be able to check out like Humble Bundle, and it could be on sale there because um, normally after a Steam sale ends, it could go on for a little longer on like Humble Bundle or whatnot. But yeah, if you're looking for a, a – if you were a Dragon Ball Z fan and you're looking for a game to play – Dra- yeah, Kakarot Definitely. was really good, and, and it, it's called Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, right? Yeah, I think that's the full name of it. Yeah, um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, that, even that's on if our it went, list. I would de- I would have definitely paid thirty dollars for this game. Yeah, if it, if it was there, I would have paid it because that that game is definitely good. Definitely. Yeah, hell yeah, one to check out. All um, right, but back to the Lords of the Fallen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I downloaded first day, got home. Mm-hmm. Fucking jumped right on it. Fucking awesome. Like, brought back the challenge of what, like, Dark Souls when I first played it. It re-brought back that challenge. Oh, sweet. I fucking love that fact, because a lot of these Dark Souls, Soulsborne games. Souls-like. Souls-like. They're always like, oh, yeah, but then when I get into them, they're like, Stupid easy. Now, granted, you know, for a more casual gamer, maybe right. not yeah, so yeah. much. But yeah. somebody who's well seasoned and those Souls like games, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So, and I remember telling you about the tutorial boss. So you've, uh, I've, I've assume you've had a chance to see the tutorial boss. Yeah. Did you beat phase one of the tutorial boss? There's a phase one. <laughs> I wasn't even allowed to see his name before he kicked my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I did end up seeing that streamer I was talking about did end up. You know, phase one was a breeze for him. He had tr- practiced, practiced it so much. Phase two is insane. One of the craziest boss fights I've ever seen in any Souls-like game. And uh, he went at it, went at it for hours and finally beat him. And you do get some extra items. No idea what those items do. I've uh, since kind of watched tidbits here and there but i've wanted to avoid big spoilers so i don't know what those items do i will never know because i kind of again i've talked about this i love souls likes but i'm not great at them i'll never beat that dude i I say never but maybe i'll get bored one day and go at it for three months straight (laughs) no but uh yeah that fight's insane he got some extra items the cutscene was a bit different so some things do change there Mm. like i was talking about last week and i'm glad they did that instead of a cop-out so it'll be interesting to see, you know, what those items do. I'm sure that's something that you'll be able to do. And um, probably new game plus. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait because yeah, he, he, uh, yeah. I, I respect him yeah, humbly. Yeah. That little I bastard, whatever his the, name was. Because we're going to be trying the co-op <laughs> later tonight. Uh, I haven't oh, been definitely. on all weekend. So I wonder if, yeah, if on new game plus or anything, we can actually do the co-op there and try that together. If so, that could be cool. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, awesome. So. Um, you like the difficulty. How far would you say you are in the game? A few hours or? I I have gotten in. I would say I've beaten three, only three or four of the main bosses. Right. Like big bosses. But um, I, I would say possibly I've still barely scratched it. Well, they said they released a Twitter post that said there's 30 bosses. 
Yeah, so, so. I barely scratched it. <laughs> Eesh, that's a lot of bosses. Uh, it, um, I would say I, I love it. Uh, like the whole, uh, I love it and I hate it. I love it because like certain maps, like uh, when you get a little bit more in, like past the first or second area, you'll go into this map. And there's so many this ways, that ways, yonder, there, over here. <laughs> I, I I would be helping people through their thing. Yeah, and. I wouldn't know where the fuck I am. <laughs> and, like, they're, like, looping this way, looping that way, going this way, and going that way. And, like, it just showed me that there's so much in those little maps. So many different ways you got to go. But then you got the enemies that, you know, they, they put a little pounding on you, and you can't do it with the health that you get. They do kind of have – you don't have a lot of health. Right. You have just a little bit, but, you know – that umbral thing that goes on. Say, and that's what we were calling like the underworld or whatever last time. That's yeah. called the umbral, right? Yeah, it's called okay. the umbral. Okay. Gotcha. Which is, uh, I guess, the way the game's kind of doing it is like that was the land where the demons and the gods and all that are. Oh, that's that. Okay. That's the big battle lands of the. Okay, that's you know? cool. That's cool. That that's I'm not totally sure on that now, but uh, mm-hmm. it freaked me to fuck out, you know, because uh, <laughs> you can hold up your lantern and see shit from the dead while right. you're still in the living. Uh, but uh, that's a really awesome mechanic. I like yeah, just sure. slowly uh, it over while I'm overlooking a cliff, and there's just this big, I mean, humongous like. Look like muscly fucking Titan <laughs> off of Attack of Titan. <laughs> like it is it, freaky because I've always had that weird fear of like you know seeing really huge like humongous things like that. Yeah, uh, and that it definitely you know brought a little shiver down my spine when I saw that on that cliffside. I quickly put that lamp down. <laughs> so I actually made an ass out of myself because Carlos is here as my guest for a week. And I've been craving, I told you last time here, I've been craving some Demon Souls or Bloodborne. Now, Bloodborne's probably the Souls like I'm probably best at. I decided to try Demon Souls. And, uh, and I say try, I've already beaten Demon Souls in the past, but I haven't played it in a long time, which is why I've been craving to play it again. So I got in there and I hopped in and I picked whatever that last or second to last class is, the, the Lord or something. And, and and what it is is you're, I guess you're like a kind of like a regal type lord, not like a god lord. Um, and you have like uh, a pokey sword, a little parry <laughs> shield, and then you could also do magic. You have a catalyst. So I was like, okay, I'm getting the best of both worlds. Turns out you're just mediocre at both. And because I'm <laughs> mediocre at the game, the combination was just a shit show. <laughs> Carlos watched me get my ass whipped up and down. Um, that first section of the game, like <laughs> struggling to make it to the very second little uh, bonfire remembrance thing. Um, and uh, yeah, he didn't even get to see Phalanx before I was so embarrassed. I'm like, um, well, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't play Demon's Souls. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, w- I am going to play Lords of the Fallen with Cody tonight. I think I can Steam link it here to the Apple TV. And uh, I am going to see if I can uh, impress Carlos with, you know, how badass I am at Souls-like games. i got to redeem myself. Yeah, I will say it, is, it does play like uh, the movement and whatnot is a little different than you're regularly used to through like the Dark Souls and the Elden Ring and the Bloodborne. Well, it doesn't matter because I'm shit at all of them. <laughs> uh, they <did>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
They did uh, kind of switch up the con- regular controls a little bit. Instead of you, like, you know how in Dark Souls you got that little run and then mm-hmm. leap. Right. <laughs> like Mario leap. But um, instead of it being the uh, classic, you know, you run and then you had to click the stick again when you're right. running. That That's that's no more. Uh, your run button now is you got to click the left stick if you're playing controller. Okay. And then they kind of simplified it. I guess that that people needed to simplify it. But uh, it's just you, while you're sprinting, press A. and oh, you'll a jump you'll leap. button. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but what sucks about that. Is if you know you run around, killed a couple of enemies, and you got some items on the ground, and you're on a cliffside. Oh, yeah! You go to press A to pick up that item. Yeet! <laughs> right oh, off the cliff. I, that's some shit I do. Uh, I poo pooed a little bit last <laughs> night while in the middle because we were almost dead anyways. And me and Jake had gotten through to a good point, you know, and it calmed down. You know, we whooped everybody's ass, and then I run and go grab it, and I literally went for the cliff. It jumped. And I actually went down some and just landed on the side of the cliffside. And, uh, yeah, I did not move again until I had to because I was a host. And, like, Jake can't, while the host is still the host, the co-op cannot choose when to rest or where to warp to. Okay. Okay. They could still level up and do that kind of stuff with the... uh, bonfires uh, so to speak but they're called visage mm-hmm. and uh lords of the fallen but uh yeah so i just sat there until i finally gained the courage and i was like i had to fully remember exactly how i got there because i had a lot had a lot of them <laughs> they call them uh virgo in uh here that's what you need to level your up. souls yeah yeah okay and uh yeah i had a lot and i was not ready to give them up but luckily i was able to like just keep running towards the mm-hmm. cliff and I got to throw an A and it like I guess it bugged up and it just like super launched me up over the dang thing to where I just smacked the other wall <laughs> once I jumped up on the cliff. But yeah, it was it was fun, but yeah, that's one thing that I have to watch out on is running and then pressing A. <laughs> so do you know how many people can play the co op? Uh right now I think it's only t- you get two co oppers. So total of three players? Uh, no, 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 no. Two just, people. Uh, yeah, time. yeah. Oh, okay. you, gotcha. you got your host gotcha. and you got your buddy. Okay. I don't know yet. Uh, uh, Namrik and me was playing last night. Oh, so he did get it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and uh, but yeah, it, uh, Jake had done went to bed at that time, but uh, Namrik and me was playing Sleepy last boy. night, and uh, well, we found us a little way to. Remember how I said I was going to try to Reaper? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Don't. <laughs> don't. Like, even at my level I was, Got which was uh, 77. Got your ass kicked. Uh, no, I was actually able to withstand a hit. Ah, yeah, I was okay. able to withstand about two, three hits. Okay. You know, it's better than the one hits that I was seeing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's more than the streamer I saw. <laughs> yeah. He and, one uh, shot. Uh, so, me and Nomrick had found this one little place. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, you get out there, you know, you go into the umbral, you stay in there for long enough, and the Reaper came out at us. Right. And uh, there's a way you can abuse its AI and make it fall off. Okay. Yeah, and uh, we've just been abusing that, getting up levels like... Cause so when you, you guys are scumbags, yeah. uh, no, it's called farming and grinding. Okay, it still no, takes no, time. No, it's no. called farming and grinding. When you're farming and grinding, 
But it sounds like you guys are just no taking an easy I'm way easy. out here. That yeah. Reaper, he fucking deserves it. No, no, no. <laughs> you you, you got to earn that kill. You can't that just push Reaper's him off. there to stop you from abusing, yeah. and you're abusing the person who's supposed to stop you from abusing. Yeah. So you're now the abuser. Yeah, so why, see? Bu- why are you bullying tap, the Reaper? Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we uh we uh been killing him right there and then you got the three times multiplier. So then after you kill him, it takes three minutes for another one to spawn. Right. So you can just run around and kill all the other little easy ones and just keep okay. now, fucking Is that one that comes up, is he stronger or is he basically the same, the same Reaper? Thing. Oh From man. what I've strong. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, and maybe keep increasing the fucking multiplier, you know, until you know, eventually you come against an invulnerable reaper. It's got to do you something get the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah, to help combat the piece of shits who would sit there and farm them by, <laughs> you know, letting them fall off a cliff. So Yeah, but guess what? I got all the fucking boss weapons, armors, spells, you know, because when you kill them, you get uh, their currency. Uh, how they do boss weapons Yeah, is uh, instead of you using the remembrance and that's it, you, you get that's it. You can't use it no more. In this one, you go to the boss weapon person, and uh, once you get the remembrance, you click on the remembrance uh, while in his uh, little dialogue thing, and uh, you spend what's called umbral scourings, which is kind of like the boss weapon currency. Okay. So instead of you having to play like three, four different playthroughs, get all the weapons and all the spells that you want, Sure. you can essentially get them all through... Your first playthrough, as long as you got the currency to pay for it. So that's a cool mechanic. Yeah, for sure. Would you say that spell casting in this game is kind of as dynamic and fluid as a game, you know, like Elden Ring? Don't fucking know. That's your job. Okay. Well, okay. Because <laughs> you know you're the sorcerer. I'm the big bonker. And uh, <laughs> and the thing is, for uh, I I keep saying I'm kind of shit at these games. Yeah, Cody's right. Uh, most of the characters I make are primarily. Um, Spellcaster, so I am gonna try that. I, I would like to see it, although uh, I have seen like people use it because I did go through a little bit of uh, PvP and on it, and uh, also helping people out through their worlds. I didn't see it a lot though, so I don't know if like early game it's gonna be difficult as fuck. Yeah, but I, I did see like people already, you know, farming uh, invaders. Because there's this one dude, and the only way you could get to him is by going up all these stairs. Right. And he's just sitting up there just launching fucking spells. And I mean, like, he's, it seems like he had unlimited. Because, like, I had to keep on, you know, duck dodging, getting behind this, running past that, and barely making it up there to him. And I ended up almost killing him. Because <laughs> uh, the thing is, uh, if you're invading and you kill the host, yeah, if he's not in the umbral world... He gets to come back up. Oh. Oh, shit. So you got to okay. kill him twice. And then uh, when uh, the host gets back up, it does like a little force push to everybody around. And it's got a good little radius on it, too. So if you're not remembering that aspect it of the game. It blows you off the steps. Yeah, you get blown <laughs> right the fuck off. And that's what happened. That's why I almost got him. But I, I, that was my first PvP. So I didn't, I didn't know. I thought it was just like every other Dark Souls Elden Ring game. You kill the host. That's it. Uh, big there's brain no move. this. There's no that. But it was just like, boosh. Yeah, yeah. big brain. So, big yeah, brain. he uh, he could just infinitely sit up there and, for the most part, constantly kill people. And oh, what about a spellcaster? Like uh, 
Well. Spellcaster, he does have the higher ground in <laughs> Yeah, well, sure. And again, and again, I got it. But yes, essentially, you know, yeah, even a bow guy might have a chance at going okay. at him. But no, nah, he find just out. had a really good position there. We're like. going to find out. Oh, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, Although there is one thing that I'm kind of hating. What's that? That I've seen with it, and I don't know if it's a big bug that's happened to a lot of people or not. But uh, no, talking to your microphone. Oh, you're talking shit. Away I didn't, from I didn't know. Yeah, you were like, <laughs> no, no, no. I was talking, talking but, uh, to your microphone. Yeah. Um, Jake, of course. Me. Once I got in there, I was abusing the umbral as much as I could, just running through the levels, you know, killing things, trying to trying to get my multiplayer up high until that fucking reaper came and told me to get the fuck out. Right. Because mm-hmm. that's essentially how they made that enemy, it seems. Because I've tried putting hits on him, and, like, nah, he, he's got he's got some fucking health. Uh, but anyways, um, I, of course, was higher leveled than them, like Jake and them. Like, I was at level 70, and Jake was only barely hitting 30. When I joined in on his, for some reason, like, my shit was weaker. So I'm like, oh, okay, they got level debuffs. Sure. I'm like, okay, I'm fine with that. But the thing is, when you're in uh, your buddy's world, you can press start and see your level. It had knocked me down to 60. When I went back to my world, I stayed 60. Oh, shit. So it stole levels from me twice. I didn't catch it until I played with Nomric. Oh. So it's a fair trade. Yeah. Yeah, you you, you pushed a reaper up. You... Beat the shit out of that Reaper by cheating, and the game took back what was rightfully there. Yep. And, that, and now the you're mad cheat. about it? Nah, uh, nah, how nah, nah, nah. dare you? That wasn't even the worst cheat, though. I was playing with Jake one time, and I don't know exactly what happened. I think the game was just fucking up real right. bad, or his world was. But um, the lantern, you can hold uh, like its vacuum, and... Uh, It'll, like, suck all the souls within the area that you might have missed or didn't pick up. Right. So, uh, we get to this one part, and I could see, like, a place where we had already been a little further away, and, uh, I just decided, you know, I was like, hey, I wonder how far this bastard can reach. So, I, of course, tried it, and all the souls kept coming to me. Like, they came to me. I mean, but over in that area, when I was looking at it, it looked like it was rendering the environment yeah. and then deleting it. Rendering the environment and then deleting it. Oh. And when it was doing that, it was also bringing back the souls. Oh, shit. So I sat there for a good minute just holding out my lamp, sucking up souls. <laughs> and like Jake's over there like, what, what, are, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm getting souls. He's like, yeah, but what buttons? I'm like, I'm on controllers, uh, you know. Left trigger and uh, right bumper. <laughs> I'm on keyboard. Why? I, I don't know what that is. I said, neither do I, but I'm having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, so this comes right off you telling us you lost levels and good. Yeah. yeah. So I hope you lose them again. Sounds like you. Uh, That's dirty as fuck. Dog. Yeah. Sounds like <laughs> you did the Reaper dirty. It's only fair. Really been an abusive asshole, and you're kind of going to get what's coming to you. Yeah, poor Reaper just trying to when do his job. Chance, I'm going to let you because uh, I'm not giving away. Any big spoilers on it? Yeah. They do have a mimic. Oh. I'm not going to tell you how 
or what is the mimic now though <laughs> but yeah it's 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 there it's oh in this boy. one they brought him back and i love that because i missed that in elden ring yeah uh dark souls 3 i think did they have you know they did have yeah. mimics right yeah I'm but it was sure. very few mm-hmm. it was like they're trying to face look out. for the chain and uh uh, this one, I don't think there is a tall tale. You know, you okay. just you yeah. just gonna find out. Yeah, yeah, you just gonna find out. <laughs> yeah, this, this would be interesting for me then, because I do plan on getting the game. And you know, to be honest, the only first uh, Souls like game I played, which was Elden Ring, I never played any of the prior Souls game. Just you know, growing up, I didn't have all the crazy consoles. And then fast forward in time, I really didn't have time. And then you know, I stumbled on Elden Ring. Thought it was one of the greatest things I ever played. Loved every second of it. Uh, you know, similar to how you said it, you could just kind of explore wherever you want, and that's how my Elden Ring went. I'll be exploring part of the map, and next thing you know, all I knew, I was like, you know, did I get teleported to a whole new, uh, you know, like, I'm in some other dimension, where the hell, I opened a chest, <laughs> yeah. and where the hell am I? So that was good to hear you say this, you know, seems like the, this game has a similar uh, setup as well, but the Mimic, I always hear people talk about Mimics and things like that, and I'm like, Elden Ring didn't have that, and I was like, man, you know, I never got that to feel that. So this is kind of awesome because you know when I get it, I guess I have to you know see how that's gonna go for me. Oh, you don't want to because <laughs> where I found him, I had lots, lots of Virgo. Like oh, uh, there was man. a lot of fight to it, and uh, yeah, ran up to him, and uh, yeah, yeah, not not good. Like and like I said, I don't think there's a tell that they've made for it yet. They might implement it later on, but I think they're just gonna let it be. I, I would too to give people that. Everybody hated the mimic was like the cursed <laughs> son of a bitch, you know. God damn it, I just wanted the fucking item. Yeah. But uh I love that they brought it back. It's it made me real happy that they did. I wish they would do more different like mm-hmm. mimics in games. Like, you know, like uh, I seen one where they were like, Oh, bonfire mimic. Right, 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 and I thought that would be the most biggest fuck you. You've been fighting. You're on your last leg. You're like, oh shit, a bonfire, and you just run to it, and then you get eaten by the mimic. That'd be cool. That would be no. If they did shit like that, yeah, then I'd be cussing it out. And we're playing a different game. (laughs) Yeah, what a surprise, motherfucker. So the thing is, anyone out there who enjoyed our uh, souls and bonfires episode last week, congrats. You get a second one, apparently. Because uh, next, we are talking about a game we haven't got to play personally, Remnant 2. So, yeah. Carlos, you played a lot of Remnant 2 this year. Yes, I there did. There was a point where I would log on, and it would just have your tag playing Remnant 2. And it was, like, well over two months after this game came out, and that's all you were playing. And I'm like, holy shit. So... Tell me, we debated on getting Remnant 2. Tell me, is the multiplayer good? Is the game good? Let's talk about it. All right. So, you know, like like Patrick said, I, I basically played on nonstop ever, ever since it came out for a long time afterwards. And to be fair, like, you know, most games, it came out it came out a little rough with the multiplayer. Uh, it was a little bit buggy, but, you know, it connected. It just went, all right. When I say buggy, I mean in the sense where progress wasn't translating very well. There was uh, some loss of progress. Uh, for example, achievements weren't being tracked properly, but uh, the like connecting and playing with somebody that worked flawlessly. Never had any problem. It was always me and my two buddies that I also met online, uh, and you know we basically set out on you know basically clearing out the game together and just you know having a blast. The only bugs that I really encountered were, like I said, is the achievement tracker was you know which me I do like doing a little achievement hunting. 
so for me, that was a little frustrating when I would meet the criteria, it, it wouldn't register. And then that was really the main thing. And also, again, if you, you know, if you play the game on a harder difficulty, because you do get uh, different items, like depending on the difficulty you beat it. Uh, and that's what I'm actually aiming for now. My next playthrough mm. is going to be on the permadeath because there's some really cool items that I find out you can get on it. And right, but that's where it got scary because you had the risk of, you know, it, it wouldn't count towards it. You, you actually would not get the items if you played on the co-op. Luckily, they have been patching that. And now, again, I haven't, you know, really pushed it that far with multiplayer. But I can say that all the achievements are working as designed. And uh, right now, you know, like I said, multiplayer is great. I have no complaints on it. Great game all around. Having a blast with it. Well, clear this up for me. So, because I want to make sure that um, my idea of the game's not askew, I was informed this was a Souls-like, in a way, but a shooter. So, would you say it has that difficulty, the bosses and stuff, of Elden Ring? Or would you just say this is more of just another co-op shooter? It's, it, it, okay. So, it, it, it yes. It, de- I still, I definitely, okay, as, it, compared to Elden Ring, since I did play Elden Ring, I do think that it is pretty damn close to being basically Elden Ring with guns. The only things that are a little bit different on it is definitely your move. It, it's I, it's more forgiving. Is I know this third person? Yes, third okay. person. And it's much more forgiving. It's forgiving compared to a uh, Souls game just because of, you know, you have guns, you have abilities that you can just, you know, you can just shoot something from far away versus, you know, Elden Ring where, you know, you, yes, you could use magic, but you were basically, you know, have, you have mana. So once your mana ran out, if you didn't have any way to recover it, you had to go in there and get dirty. Yeah, um, I'm the spaghetti now. Yeah. So, <laughs> but with Remnant, you know, you always have guns. You know, yes, you can run out of ammo, but you have like ammo pouches that just refill you. It is a little more forgiving when you come ship, but I still think it is challenging. There are some bosses that uh, it took me a while, um, especially how they have a mechanic where if you want a sp- the bosses can drop two items. And, uh, you know, you could defeat them normally, you get one item, but if you want the second item, you have to defeat them a different way, a special way. Uh, so that definitely adds a little challenge because usually the alternate way to beat a boss gets a little tricky. They have to go, go in your rage mode or something, but it does get challenging. So it, it's not a pushover. It's definitely challenging, but I still think coming from Souls, you know, it is a little more challenging. Like I'm still scarred by Melina. Like, I, that fight, at one point, I died so many times, I just made peace with it, and I said, you know what, I, I'm going to be here for a few days, so might as well enjoy, but, you know, Remnant, you know, yes, it is challenging, it is super fun, it has guns, so, you know, it does scratch that itch if you ever, you know, ever wanted to play a Souls-like game, but with guns. So, does it have the same dodge mechanic in the sense of you get iframes when you do a dodging action? So if a boss swipes at you or in any way, shape, or form in that manner, you have a maneuver that allows you to get out of fire. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. And it is also similar. I would assume, I think, I'm, I'm recalling because it's been a while since I played Elder Ring. I think Elder Ring also has uh, the mechanic where your arm weight uh, also translated to how much iframe you got. Um, so if you were wearing a light armor, uh, you rolled farther and had a, a more iframe. The heavier armor, oh, so the yeah, shorter you could you fat roll. Right, well, right. If you wore too much, then you were yeah. Okay. Exactly. So Remnant has a similar mechanic where, depending on your armor weight, it, it dictates you know how much of iframes you get from the roll. So if you have heavy armor, your iframe will be basically you have to basically dodge at the moment of impact, or else even if you dodge a little earlier, it's gonna hit you. Now if you're wearing light armor. It's a little more forgiving, but of course, you know, you don't have, you're not as armored as, you know, the heavy armor, but you do get more iframes during a dodge. So they do have that mechanic as well. Okay, sweet. Mm. So I think 
I'm going to wait for a sale, but I definitely do want to play it now after talking with you about it. Um, oh, yeah, especially with that aspect like uh, I've talked about before with, like, bosses and fighting them. Getting more do yeah. by doing yes. something. Because you weren't here, of course, for last week's episode, but Cody and I were just talking about how one of our favorite things, like Dark Souls 1, you fight the bell gargoyles. If you manage to chop off the tail, you get the gargoyle axe. And they've, they've kind of gotten away from that. They've gotten rid of that. If you chop off, the, if you shoot off the drake's tail, chop off the drake's tail, you get the drake sword. And so doing those special things gets you a special weapon. So yep. I, I, I agree with you, Cody. It, uh, yeah, hearing that kind of gives me a little yeah, amped up to yeah. try it. Yeah. Yep. And then, like I said, and then the, the, it actually feels rewarding because typically in other games, you know, you increase the difficulty. And I know Souls did this where, you know, if you did the game plus, you got an item that had a. I, again, I'm just recalling from memory, so I might mm-hmm. be a little incorrect here, but you get a necklace that had like a plus one on it. Or yeah. Something. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, Remnant, it, in a similar way, when you increase the difficulty of the game you're in, you do get weapons that you would never see if you play on easy. Uh, if you play it, for example, I'm trying to do the permadeath now. You have to do at least, I believe, is a veteran difficulty. Because if you just do the easy on permadeath, you don't get the rewards. You have okay. to at least do veteran. I think it's that's the medium difficulty. You have to at least do medium difficulty to be eligible to get the rewards on permadeath. Uh. Uh, which, again, you will never, if you don't play on permadeath. Which, again, I know some people don't like that because they're like, oh, well, I'm never going to be permadeath. I'm never going to get the weapons. But, you know, in a way... It brings back the good old days of like, you know, I remember when Xbox 360 had these uh, avatar prizes depending on what you did in a game and you could customize your avatar. Yeah, I, thought was, yeah. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And in a way, it does this. So it's kind of like a, you know, a love-hate relationship. As much as I know I like that, I know there's there are people out there that will say, well, I'll never be able to beat this in permadeath. But, you know... You can partner up with somebody. There is co-op, so you know you, you could just if you know it's you can't co-op. do it, yeah, you could just you know get help. And I co-op is uh, up to three, so you know you and two others. And you know again, I have played like that, and it's pretty fun. So, I guess, would you say it's how how much would you, in your honest opinion, say the game's worth? Would you recommend me go spend sixty dollars on this game right now? Honestly, if if I'll tell you right now, the game, I believe it or not. Full price was only fifty dollars. They didn't even go up to sixty. Oh, okay. it, it just comes out of fifty already, and I actually bought the seventy dollar uh, because it comes with the uh, three DLCs, I believe. So for the seventy dollar oh, edition, yes. it, it comes with the next three DLCs, which I, again, you know, basically saves you uh, ten bucks on the end. Right. But realistically, if that game came out at full price at sixty dollars, I would have still bought it in a heartbeat because I did play Rayman in one. I did thoroughly enjoy it. Um, and you know, it, it, it's one of those few rare games that actually, honestly, it makes me like, you know, kind of kill my social life for a little bit. Cause that's all <laughs> I want to do. So there's very, Elden Ring oh, was yeah. the last one that did that, but you know, it's one of those games that just has some mechanics that other games don't, or they just did well that, you know, really, really sticks out. So if I had a honest opinion, if I had a, a cash out or dish out 60 bucks for it, I would have no qualms with it. So the fact that's even fifty bucks, and if you want the seventy dollar edition with three DLCs, I really think that's uh, it's a good deal. Um, and then, like I said, you know, I know some people like waiting for sales. If it's on sale, it, I told, I definitely think it's worth it. Um, it is a great game. And uh, one thing I didn't mention is that the thing that I really like about Remnant while I was playing so much is that I know with Souls game, for example, when you kill a boss, you know that boss is you know done. You have yeah. to do a game plus to fight him again. Remnant is is basically it it can you know, basically you have uh like areas that you travel to, like worlds as as the game refers to them as. And once you clear a world, 
you can actually go back and just you go to the you know the main stone they touch kind of like the bonfire and you could reset that world in adventure mode so basically you don't have to beat the game to go back to fight a single boss you could just restart a whole adventure that just takes you back to that same location and this is the other thing too every world so well i'll just you know use simple terms so there was like the jungle world there was mm -hmm. like a, a you know like a labyrinth looking place and a, uh, a city looking place let's say you beat uh, each world has two alternate uh, uh world bosses so you technically mm -hmm. have to go back in adventure mode if you want to get all the rewards because on the, your first playthrough you might fight only you might fight the first world boss and then you have go back in adventure you you get to roll the world and and then find the second world boss and defeat that boss okay so mm -hmm. i i guess that brings up um a cool little point there is so now if we're trying to say Cody and I do co-op and we're trying to farm for like you said there's you you get a really good item if you beat the boss wise in raging just an example something like that and we miss it we we're way too powerful like we always are we're super strong Co uh, Cody farm that reaper on the cliff just kidding <laughs> uh, but yeah, but no uh, but we beat them too fast we miss it we don't have to smack the reset button on nintendo 64 we can just reset the world and try again pretty much yeah you oh, you, you get the first item so you know you because you if you're a collector like i am i want to oh, yeah. i want 100 percent everything so yeah i oh, killed yeah. the boss it's like oh man i didn't i didn't do it the way i wanted to well no problem i would basically go back to the stone and uh you know go in adventure mode select the world that that world boss spawns on and uh, basically say, you know, start a new adventure. The game will basically say, hey, you know, you're re-rolling the world. You're resetting all the checkpoints, everything in this world. And as soon as you, it regenerates that world, that world boss is right back there. You don't have to go through the whole story again. You only got to clear that location that you re-rolled uh, to fight. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I do like that aspect because I do hate the whole thing where, like, in Elden Ring, I really hated going through new playthroughs just because it's like, Fuck, I discovered all those oh, sites. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I discovered all this, and now new game. Bye-bye. Yeah, yep. the world is so huge, and yeah. I gotta redo it. Uh. And it's like, fuck, but I really want to get all the items, so I have to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, so, I get that. I get yeah, that. That's yeah. so daunting about mine. If it wasn't for co-op, I don't know how getting through my you know second, third, playthrough would have gone because you know at some point just like oh, i don't want to do this again and then you know nomrick will <laughs> hop on and be like you want to do this with me and then you know next <laughs> thing you know right. i'm having a good time with the game uh, and you know i'm always big on co-op games i love games yeah. i can play with my friends now uh, uh with remnant 2 would you say like um you would need to play the remnant before you play 2 or you could kind of just play two or one first. It really wouldn't matter. It depends on how... Uh, it, you can just start the two, and the game does a good job in explaining what's going around you. Um, so you, you, you kind of... You will figure out what's going on. They, they kind of do a brief revisit of, you know, where things are, but you are playing on the current uh, time frame of the game that's there. They are gonna make they are gonna make some call outs to certain characters where I might say, Oh, that was the guy in Remnant One, while other people might just think that, you know, they're just a character that's there. Uh. If you want the full experience, you know, I, I definitely think Remnant One would feed the story, a, the lore piece of it. But mm -hmm. if you know, if you yeah. do start on two, you will still understand what's going on to know, you know, where we are. All right. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. So um with that information, I'll probably skip one. We'll see. <laughs> Depends on what you call. Dude, the end of the year games this year broke me. 
Oh yeah, believe me. Uh, with Lords of the Fallen, uh, and uh, so ho- hopefully by the time we finish Lords of the Fallen, maybe there'll be a Black Friday sale on Remnant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're hoping. We're hoping Cyber Monday. All right, sweet. Yeah, so that's something to look forward to. Definitely. Uh, while I was in Jacksonville, I brought the Steam Deck, and um, the only thing I really got to mess with. Uh, I decided to try out this game called uh, Death's Door. Spooky? No. Cute. Cute. Death's Door <laughs> cute. So Death's Door, it's, uh, I say it's cute. It's not really a cutesy game. It kind of has a serious tone, but what makes it cute is you play as a crow with a sword. And Okay, uh, yeah. Crow, crows are pretty okay. cute. Yeah, okay. The thing is, though, it's not necessarily a super easy game. And the thing is, I don't want to sit here and compare it to a Souls like it is like a top down 2D game. Um well not super top down in like the old Legend of Zelda sense, you know, but it, it is kind of that let's say two and a half D uh isometric Slightly view. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, yeah, so but you play as this crow. Uh did you guys ever play um uh what was it called? Uh Hyper Light Drifter? No. No. Okay. Well, uh, you guys suck, but uh, <laughs> but no, it, it kind of reminded me of that. So you have a roll mechanic for dodging. Uh, you have a charge-up attack. You have an attack. So just by describing it like that kind of sounds Souls-like. So in a way, it kind of is. But, uh, oh, Cody, I made you play that one game, Titan Souls, I think it was. No, it was uh, Elden Souls. Elden Souls? And you, well, that was like top-down, right? Yeah. It's kind of like that. I wouldn't say it was quite as challenging as Elden Souls, but I also haven't gotten that far in it. I know the first boss was not, it wasn't very hard for me. The first boss was more of a tutorial boss. There are dodge mechanics, and the health bar isn't really a health bar in a traditional sense. Essentially, at the beginning of the game, you take four hits, you're dead. Hmm. So, uh, but it, before it, the art style was pretty cute. Uh, the reason I picked it up was you play as a crow with a sword, man. Yeah, that, that is and, um, pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, that's why I picked it up, and I wanted something casual for when I only had the Steam Deck, and it that was its calling. So I laid in bed. I played it for probably a good hour last night, and it, it wasn't bad. So uh, that's $20. I got it on a sale. Um, uh, I think it was only like $5 off on the last sale, or maybe it was even half off. Who knows? Uh, whatever it was though, um, if it so far it's pretty good. Uh, that's all I can give. But um, I figured I'd tack that on to the end of the conversation for you know games we've kind of played this week. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there, there's a few more Lords of Fallen aspects that I do like that they have brought back. Not to make almost this whole episode about Lords of the Fallen, other than you might, you're really liking it. <laughs> I do, I do. It, okay. It's really good. Um, they have brought back factions, <laughs> and uh, I kind of like it because uh, there's factions, and each faction has three tiers, and mostly seems like cosmetic shit. So there are some items and some armors up in there as well between the tiers, but um, you can't just personally progress through all those tiers. Right. You have to help the community. The community comes in and help. So uh, you have to donate this currency item, like how, you know, uh, you kill an invader, you get a special item. Yeah. Well, th- it does that in this, and you, but you have to use the community to be able to get to the better stuff. 
So right now, like I know uh, the one I'm working on, it's like for us to get to tier two, I think it's like seven million. So, so how many factions would you say there are? Is it like right now that I have found? uh, I haven't met the PvP one. Uh, Jake uh, actually, when I talked to the lady, because I didn't do PvP at that time, Mm -hmm. I didn't get to have dialogue with her a lot. Whereas Jake went to go talk to her. And uh, he actually got to purchase stuff from her and be like, hey, yeah, you know. Ah. So I, I messed up on that. But that's one faction. Uh, they got uh, your uh, boss weapon guy around him as a faction. Um, and then there's also kind of like these, uh, I guess you could call them mercenary-like guys. Mm-hmm. Um, that They've also got a faction as well. But uh, I'm not sure if it's later on. But it seemed like when I would invade sometimes, randomly the host would, you know, get another player. Kind of like, you know, the Hunters and the whatnot in Elden Ring. Oh, yeah, yeah like okay. how you could assist somebody. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I haven't got to that part in the game, so I don't know if that's further down. And just like with the PvP, uh, I haven't got to that part yet either. So I, I'm maybe there's more factions or not, but yeah, it's definitely got that. Um, the co-op though, seamless, everything about it's good, but one thing. What's that? And I hate it is when you and your boy, you're going through it together, you're mm-hmm. seamless. If you both got to that area where that item was, yeah, y'all both should get it. Uh-oh. Oh, it's only one person. <laughs> yeah, so it's only the host. Oh, shit. <clears throat> and I do hate that. I hope they fix that. I, I've talked to certain people and they're like, Oh, well, then it'll just easy mode the game. I was like, well, they're already kind of doing that with co-op seamlessly, you know, even though it's still not easy with co-op seamless. Right. But, I mean, if I'm working with my boy and we're going through the same area, we should get the same fucking items. Yeah. Right, well, right. the thing is, though, if I return to my world, is that item there? Yeah. Okay. okay. So what What about the boss? If we beat the boss in your world, is do I start the boss in my world? I believe so, yes. Okay, so we it's kind of like Dark Souls in the way where we got to do everything twice, but uh, that's, for the most part, I could just keep doing it with... So, but I guess another thing is, if you join my world later when we play, and we play through all the way to the fourth boss or whatever, Seamless, because we can do that, right? Will you be able to level up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throughout the whole thing, I can still level up. Okay. I can still go to vendors and purchase Just don't things, touch my shit. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just... You just get all the cool shit, and I only get enemy item drops. Okay, so, uh, but can you take my shit from my world? No, like I said, uh, I can't even see your item. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I thought you meant first to grab it, guys. Right, Uh, No, 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 no. now, yeah, when an enemy drops an item, y'all both get an item. Okay. That that's fair. I but think. if there's that's like good. a chest or yeah, if there's like an sword, item on the ground, then you can't even see it. Yeah, I can't even see it. Okay, okay, okay. yours, then it's mine. Okay, that makes me feel better. Motherfucker. <laughs> 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 All right, so, yeah, I'm yeah, excited. It's, it, you, it's you've got me excited to play. So. Very good, and from what I see, they kind of, they're of course, you know, like with all Dark Souls-like games, you got essentially your middle base, your shrine. Yeah. And uh, the way this shrine's laid out, it looks like they're going to have a bunch of NPCs all around it, too. Ah, well. Like, uh, I've slowly started seeing, like, you know, mine get this person, get that person. But still, there's, like, fucking almost 10, 15 more rooms that are just, like, vacant. 
to where it looks like, you know, yeah, potentially some more will be there. So this sounds like they might have actually done something good here. They tried for Lords of the Fallen 2015, 2016, whatever that was. It might have even been earlier than that. It was uh, 2014. 2014 Lords of the Fallen. And if I'm not mistaken, it was a bit of a bust. Yeah, it didn't it didn't catch much traction. And uh but the thing is they didn't want to restart the IP. They wanted to keep the IP and just re relaunch it. Kind of a rebranding of Lords of the Fallen. I don't know. I I was making the joke that they had a bunch of extra coasters laying around that said Lords of the Fallen and they're like, Well if we rename our new game, what the hell are we gonna do with these? <laughs> so, yeah. so it sounds like this might very well fix, you know, the name Lords of the Fallen. Uh, and oh, we might actually get has. a Lords of the Fallen too now. So this is this is really cool because I remember when they showed that little teaser and it's like, oh, that looks good. That uh, that looks good. And uh, and now that the game's out, it sounds like it might be living up to that hype. So it definitely is. I mean, of course, with the bugginess with the multiplayer, but uh, yeah, like story wise, it does definitely brings you in, and just. The enemies are, like I said, it brings back that good Dark Souls kind of challenge. Like, I feel like I'm playing Dark Souls 1 again kind of challenge right. for the first time. Okay. Sweet. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Definitely. And then Carlos, when he gets home to his beautiful PC that I built him, he will turn <laughs> it off and go buy it on the Xbox. Most likely. <laughs> I'm lazy, man. What do you want me to say? Dude, you know, I play on my couch. Be, you could just Steam Link it, though. Yeah, but then you know, I just got to do extra steps. No. The Xbox is just a power button to get you run at a glorious <laughs> 30 frames. You know, <laughs> it's a beautiful 30 locked to 30 frames. I don't even know what he runs on so, Xbox at this point. I'm just messing. But so we built Carlos, and by we, Carlos <laughs> and I together a year ago. Um, I, I do custom builds, and I built Carlos one of the most beautiful computers I've ever done. It was in a Thermaltake Tower 500, this gorgeous build, 3080 Ti, uh, 13900K? Mm -hmm. i9, right? Yeah, yeah. I might have <laughs> the i7. Whatever it was, uh, at least 32 gigs of RAM, uh, the, the Kraken Z series with the little OLED screen. This thing is just gorgeous. We even custom fit the radiator how he wanted it. Yep. We had to do some custom fabricating. <laughs> Turned out gorgeous. What do you use it for, Carlos? Because you sure as hell don't use it for playing video games. Oh, I uh, look at uh, cat pictures and read my email. Okay. No, yeah. not really. Well, no, to be, to be fair, <laughs> it's like I said, I am a lazy gamer, so I'm always going to opt for, you know, a couch. Yeah. Uh, so typically, when it comes to the PC games, I try to pick uh, strictly single-player games. So I will always, you know, pick, uh, like, you know, uh, Elden Ring, for example, and Cyberpunk. Those are the games that I will opt for PC just because they're single-player. But the moment a game has a co-op, I definitely want to be... Elden Ring has co-op. Uh, well, we, but not, like, you well, know, not yeah, right, seamless. Right. Not seamless, sure. you know. I'm not going to play the whole game with somebody. Uh, but, uh, you know, but, like, as soon as a game has a co-op or multiplayer function, I just opt for the Xbox just because, you know, hey, I would just want to sometimes after work or after school, I just want to sit on the couch and just... Play the game and yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And not worry about it. No, which does bring a good point. Which is, uh, I know uh, Warframe, which is a really old game, and they did something that I really like. Is they have basically crossplay across all the platforms now, which I really hope that going forward more mm. games adopt that. 
because I know other games have that mechanic mm-hmm. too. But you know, Warframe, they're always gonna bring it up is because they have a console version, they have a PC version, and they're also coming out with a mobile version where your cross save will just be yeah, across. Yeah, you everything. set it down, you pick it up somewhere yep. else. Yep, and I I really hope that takes off because oh. you know I wouldn't mind because then I'll tell you what my PC will definitely see more mileage because <laughs> <laughs> I have a reason to you know if I don't if I'm lazy I'll go on on the couch if I'm not lazy I'll just play it on the PC. So yeah. one thing I'm going to try later is I have a Steam box. They used to have like those Steam boxes for Steam linking. Mm-hmm. Well, now Steam link is just you can get it as an app for like your Apple TV or whatnot. So I downloaded it. I saw it and I grabbed it. So we're going to try Steam linking from the Apple TV to see if I can stream Lords of the Fallen from my PC uh, in the game area uh, here to the guest room on uh, the little Apple TV. So we're going to see how that works. And if not, I will drag that bitch in this bedroom. I so that. so you're thinking <laughs> that you're going to play uh, Lords of the Fallen uh, on couch? Like just, just lean back, relax? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll find out. You think I'm... <laughs> what are my other options? Sitting up unrelaxed? Yeah. Uh, well, not unrelaxed, but in a gaming chair. <laughs> at focused attention. <laughs> the, the, the chair doesn't matter. Yes, the good chair always matters. I'm worried about the latency. There is latency with the Steam Link, so I'm hoping it's minimal latency because those Souls-like games, it matters. Oh, oh, it yeah. definitely does. So yeah. we're going to find out. I know we tried uh, doing Cuphead uh, multiplayer. kind of, yeah. yeah, and that little bit of latency. Um, <laughs> yeah, it made it crazy hard. So, um, I think that's why me and you didn't get to fully finish it when we were doing our co-op run. Yeah, we had gotten a little bit into it, but yeah, it was just that whoever's player two is at such a big disadvantage. Yeah, and it, it's horrible because me and Namrik was talking about that too this weekend on how that was, and uh, yeah, we were. Uh, I was like, yeah, I never got to finish it with Patrick because of that, and he was like, yeah, the developers have kind of just said yeah well you can do uh they had the parsec and the steam yeah and yeah the steam uh stream play or whatever and that, they were just like oh well you can do it by that we're not going to do anything to help yeah, it because they were going to add they were going to add co-op this well this is what i was this is what i read and of i course, thought they you had to take that with a grain of salt but apparently they were going to add co-op or look into adding co-op but then Parsec became huge, and then Steam's like, oh, hey, this Parsec thing? Let's just throw that into Steam. Now you could do Steam Remote Play. And uh, and the Cuphead developers are like, oh, you want to play your buddy? There you go. You got Steam Remote Play. Have fun. That's unfortunate. So uh, hopefully Cuphead 2 maybe will introduce some actual co-op. Uh, I say that like there's going to be Cuphead 2. I imagine there is. It was a huge success. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a good game. I don't know, a uh, developer acting like that, I can't really stick behind them. Well, again, we got to take that with a grain of salt, because that could have just been someone from the community. Like, yeah, the developer said they were going to echo up. I don't know, I didn't hear from the developer's mouth. So, Oh, okay, uh, I, I took Nomrick's word on that. Well, my thing but. is, well, it, uh, Nomrick and I were discussing this, so him and I were probably reading the same article. But the thing is, uh, when you make a single-player game or a game that's made without networking, Trying to add networking later is very difficult. I can attest to I that. Got you. Because I took something and tried to add networking to it, and I'm like, oh, I got to redo everything. And um, 
Yeah, yeah I guess that's so, something that's So depending unforeseen. on how it's built, then yeah, yeah, there's a there's a chance that could be one of their issues. Who knows? Um, and wasn't that thing all hand drawn? Cuphead was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which which is so impressive. All of it was hand drawn. They did you know like that classic Disney style, uh, and it was so challenging. I don't I don't know. My hand eye coordination is just not a hundred percent. I love Cuphead. I'm not great at Cuphead. <laughs> <laughs> neither am I. Back to the Souls like uh, ordeal. Neither, not, neither not was the developer. I, I, heard. Huh? I heard the developer wasn't that good at his own game, though. Hey, you don't have to be. Yeah, you don't. You just got to sell it. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> he did it gloriously. But yeah, Nama was saying something like he couldn't get past the first boss or something like that. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. They did the game right. And I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> hey, you know. That, that still, yeah, you don't have to be good if you create your game. You don't have to be good at it. It just has to be light. Yeah, I don't know how big that team was. I think it was Studio MDHR, and I think when it first started, it was less than 10 people. So, yeah, it's probably like the executive producer or whoever ahead of it. it normally them. Yeah, the, the programmer who has to test it a lot, they're normally there. You know, they'll blow right through it. But yeah. He's like, all right, boss, what do you think of this? Like, shit, I don't know. I can't beat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but uh so we're gonna try the steam link on the apple tv circling back to that and if i remember because i do this a lot from week to week like yeah if i remember i'll let you guys know how etc cetera, etc cetera i don't i said that last week or the week before and i don't remember what we were talking about so if i remember next week i'll let you guys know how steam link on the apple tv works i have a mesh router system so it means i have kind of multiple routers but they're all linked you know little mesh system there if you go and Amazon mm. look up mesh router. You can find what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, so I have a mesh system here, and I'm gonna see how Steam Link app in the Apple TV works. Oh yeah. Uh, hopefully, I can maybe just plug in, you know, a uh, headset into the controller. And I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna work. The whole talking aspect. We'll figure it out. I'll yeah. Have Discord on the phone. Worst case scenario. Or I mean, there is a computer. I've got Carlos here. We can't forget <laughs> about Carlos. I think there's two chairs in that living room. Oh, we're going to be hugging the same screen. That's going to be great. Damn right. <laughs> we'll be fighting for the bigger screen uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, space there. <laughs> so next week, I'll be able to give my review on Lords of the Fallen. We'll find out uh, next time on Dragon Ball Z if Cody's full of shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but uh, next week I'll give my review on Lords of the Fallen. We'll find out if it's as good as he's been hyping up. I've seen a bit of it, and I, I think it. I think it will be. Um, oh yeah, and even the customization. See, there's just uh, I, there's so much that's going on with it, and it's so good. Like uh, you, it is really easy. You know how uh, you had gotten it on Humble Bundle for me, yeah, and it had, it had something like metal. Mm -hmm. You know, something something we like whatever the fuck that is. Well, that's uh, it. Essentially, gives you three colors right off the start. You can get bronze, silver, and gold. Well, that's a pre-order only, uh, because when we just got another copy, I didn't get it. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'm going well, none, colorless. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you can customize your stuff like that. And I really like that, and like the armors and everything, and the weapons that I've seen so far are like really fucking badass. Apparently, there's like. Did they say 14 classes or 13 classes and four or five of them are hidden at the start so you can unlock them as you go? You might not have known that, but we're going to find out. No, uh, I didn't know yeah. that. No, no, but uh, 
As far as I know, there's one, two, three, four, five. I, think I said nine. Six. So far, I see seven right now. Okay. So whatever, uh, sure. whatever it is at, that you start with, I think there's four or five more you can unlock. One of them, the Dark Crusader or something, you can get with the Digital Deluxe, which, of course, we didn't opt that route. I don't, I don't really care to support that. Some games we do, but, yeah. you know. Yeah. And maybe this was one of those games that we should have. But the thing is, the industry is kind of getting a little toxic for that anyway. But anyway, so, but they claim you can still get it much further Okay, the game, okay, yeah, I'm okay with that then, because I was about to be pissed off if it was, oh, yeah, as long as you buy, you know, the much more expensive one, mm-hmm. you can get this class. But if not, fuck you. Yeah, no. Apparently, you can get Dark Crusader. You get it at launch if you get Digital Deluxe, um, or you just get it, uh, I'm air quoting, much later into the game. Um, so we still will be able to get it much later into the game. I um, wonder how it's going to tell you, you know, you unlocked it. I mean, do you have to sit there and literally go to new game? Like make a whole new character? Let me call, let me call them real quick and find it. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. Because I know I haven't found anything from well, you said through. you're only three to four bosses in. That's like 10% of the game. So you shouldn't have unlocked shit. Well, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm a farmer. I, I'm just gonna farm until I'm Sounds stupid like, level to go up against a boss like how we wa- did with Nomri. Watch that game skill, and you have a stupid boss fight. <laughs> yeah, heck, no one boss that you know when I first went through it, it gave me some problems. Well, then you know I got leveled up. I have my big bonk stick, and uh, we went through it in Nomrix. It was, we should have went to jail. <laughs> for how badly we bullied and abused this one boss. Like, couldn't get up. It was like, let him get up, let him get up. Nah, nah. No. <laughs> he's going to pay for what he did <laughs> yeah, to me. Fucking, uh, they just saw the ground the whole time. <laughs> Sweet. I'm excited. All right. So, Carlos, we have you down typically once a year. So, uh, hopefully we can keep this podcast rolling. We can have you on another year or so. Again, we will be getting the ability to add Discord people in. So hopefully we can have you on in a future episode. Um, it's been nice having you. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely, definitely happy to be here. Yeah, so um, did anyone have any last topics they'd like to throw in there before we wrapped up for the week? Nah, not really. I just nah, have the real was... question for you, though, about uh, the game. How's the fall damage? <laughs> Because because El- Elden Ring, I remember this was the running joke I had with my group of friends because there I forget what it was. I think it was a ring or an item that had a description on the lines of you know it reduces your fall damage. But Elden Ring was either you die or you don't die. Yeah. So um, this one it's a little lax with it. You know you can you can take a little okay. drop and it's going to okay. do some damage. Uh, but yeah, generally you know it's kind of like real life. Uh, that's about 15, 20 feet down. Yeah, I'm not jumping down. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to put my uh, shins into my hip bones. <laughs> I'm oh. not doing that, but it, it is a little bit more lax. We'll it's climb not... up some stairs tonight, Carlos, right. when we play, and I'll hop off. All right, sounds good, because <laughs> I, I need to know, because like I said, Elden Ring is either you're dead or alive, so that item that supposedly lowered your fall the damage. The ring or something. Yeah, right? that's what yeah, it was. That's yeah, that's yeah. yeah, it was a running joke with me and my friends because of that. Hell yeah. Sweet. All right. But yeah, it, it is definitely lags on it, so it ain't too bad. 
All right. Well, with that, that brings us to the conclusion of episode four of Joystick Journeys. Thank you all for coming on this journey with us. Um, let's see. We sign off. Carlos, thank you so much for joining us yeah. this week, man. Well, hope to Definitely. be here again. Yeah, for sure. We'll have you on in the future. Hope to have plenty more guests. Um, thank you all. And we will catch you on the next episode. Uh, doses. Mm-hmm.